Welcome back to our podcast, Chronically Iconic Mistakes. I'm your host, Jocelyn. And your co-host, Raya. On August 13th, 2011, John Carter could not find his fiance anywhere, and he quickly placed a worried call to 911 dispatchers immediately. The call went like this. Hi, my name is John Carter, and I know that you're not supposed to report a missing person before 24 hours. Um, but my fiance is missing. I can't find her anywhere. According to an article by lawandcrime.com, dispatchers went on to learn that John's fiance, Caitlin Markham, had been last seen just the night before in her own home around midnight. However, by the time John made the call, Caitlin was gone along with her cell phone. It was especially concerning to him because her purse and other belongings that you typically take with you to go out were all still in the home. Immediately red flags. Yeah, I was just thinking, I hope he's the murderer because his name is really fucking stupid and I want to make fun of him. That's brutal. Let's move on with his basic name. Um, if- but like, fair enough. Okay, he sounds like an NPC. I get you. If my wife was missing for, like, one hour, I'd be like, listen, I'm going to tear this whole city down and murder everybody if you don't bring her back. That is very specific, but... But we'll see. Yeah, I don't don't believe that you'd murder a whole town, though. But also, like, straight people, their dynamics are different, so... And they hate each other, so... (laughs) God... A lot of older couples very much concern me. Like, why are you guys talking shit about your spouses so often? <laughs> yeah, like, they're why literally... Why do you want to go home? They're like, oh, yeah, I think about killing her all the time. <laughs> like, okay. Or, yeah, or they'll be like, oh, yeah, I work, like, every second of every day so I don't have to go home and see my wife. And it's like, what? why did you get married, though? Yeah, like, just be alone. It's a lot better if you don't... Like, it's okay. Yeah. It's really bizarre. I don't know how to handle it, but whatever. Sansies. Police got to work immediately, searching for Caitlin, and soon hundreds of volunteers would gather to search endlessly for the missing woman. Search parties went on four months before they finally began fading out. A full year went by with no luck in finding Caitlin. The family was absolutely devastated, and whispers among the family began to grow. There were thoughts that John had something to do with her disappearance, but their concerns were kept closely between family members. It sounds like Caitlin and John had a decent relationship and had planned to move to Colorado in the future. Recently, Caitlin was rethinking their future move and was debating staying home instead. Two people wanting two very different things isn't necessarily cause for a fiancé to make his loved one go missing. But it was enough to make the family consider John a suspect. It makes you wonder if there was more that they had seen or heard that we do not know about. I like how you said, like, make the family consider John as a suspect because police fucking don't do shit ever. I know, isn't that funny? I mean, not in, like, an actual funny way, more of a haha police suck kind of way. <laughs> but, you yeah. know. Yeah, and also with, like... The way people murder people, like, I feel like this is a good reason for him to murder her. Like, they murder people over anything nowadays. I know, isn't that so wild, though? Just like, oh, you don't want to move with me? Dead. Like, just instead of divorce, break up and get a divorce. My God. Yeah, instead of divorcing, you're just dead. Like, it's crazy. Like, that's absurd. That brings- there are many ways to leave a relationship without having to go to prison. I'm just saying. 
That brings confrontation issues to a whole new level, I'm not gonna lie. It really does, like, goddamn. Two years went by, and I imagine the family felt absolutely hopeless, never really expecting this case to ever be solved, perhaps never even receiving the closure they deserve. That was until a man in Indiana spent his day searching for scrap metal. As he scavenged the woods, he had no idea that what he would stumble upon that day would change his life forever. The man found a plastic garbage bag, likely hoping something was scrappable inside. As he slowly peeled back the plastic, chills likely ran down his spine as a human skull was revealed. The holes where her eyes used to be staring back at him, almost as if she was trying to tell him her final story. What had happened to Caitlin Markham after she was last seen at midnight in her own home? Was this her skull? Her remains? Finally found at last. Not gonna lie, but if it was that easy for him to find her, like, right? what the fuck was the search party doing? But then again, like, out and, like, just looking for scrap, I mean, they had no reason to necessarily think she was in, like, a scavenging area of the woods, but you'd think they'd check. Like, there were our search parties four months. Yeah. Can you imagine, like, your life is already kind of hard enough to be scrapping things, though, and, like... You have to go find trauma in a goddamn garbage bag. <laughs> like, I, like, I can't even. Oh, my even. God. I didn't even think about that. That's horrible. Like, I'm just trying to feed like, myself. Please stop life. Like, this is the last straw, man. Dude, but, like, if I ever find garbage bags, I just, like, I don't even. I don't open them. I mean, yeah, me too. But, like, if I was starving and needed scrap metal, I guess I'd start opening shit. No, that 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 is true. I feel really bad for him. Like, I'm sorry, dude. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, me too. Like, oh, cool. Needed this trauma in my life, you know? The man who found the remains immediately contacted authorities, and the police went to work to identify who was found that day. After running dental records, it was confirmed that the remains found by the unidentified scrapper was that of Caitlin Markham. At last, she had been found, but there was still work to be done to bring the family who loved Caitlin so dearly the closure they deserved. Caitlin's death was confirmed a homicide, although an official cause of death was never able to be identified. What we do know is that her remains had decomposed quite extensively before they were ever disposed of. What? Yeah, can you imagine just, like, chilling with a dead body before you dispose it and it's just like, fuck out, ugh. Yeah, like, hold the ugh. fucking phone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, this body has decomposed and now you're like, oh, I guess, you know, I guess I should probably take care of that. Like, all casual, slow. Yeah, like, that blows my mind. Like, it happens. It's pretty nasty. It happens. Like, I've heard so many stories about, like, people just keeping dead bodies. But, like, get a grip, bro. (laughs) Right, though? (laughs) The location of Caitlin's remains raised further suspicions towards her fiancé, John. Her skull was found on a route that could be used to access John's property in Indiana. And on March 22nd, John was taken into custody for the murder of his fiancé, Caitlin. Initially, John agreed to talk with investigators, but he quickly changed his tune once in custody and requested an attorney to be present. In the end, he pled guilty and his bail was set at $1 million. Man, he folded so quickly, didn't he? He folded like a goddamn long chair. <laughs> Stop! I like that. I've been waiting. 
And I don't feel bad for calling his name <laughs> stupid. No, because he sucks butts. He sucks all of the butts. Every and also, butt. like, I knew it was him because he... He, like, usually when somebody is married in your stories, you're like, oh, they were so distraught. John was not distraught once in this entire fucking story. Also, like, can you imagine, like, filing a missing persons report and your first thing you say is, I know you can't take this for 24 hours. Like, why would you even put that thought, like, in their mind to wait? Yeah. Nobody thinks like that. People just call and be like, yo, bitch, what's up? Yeah. Like, this person's missing. Like, I don't think they'd say yo, bitch, but... <laughs> yo, bitch, my wife's <laughs> missing. That would be a little too casual for the occasion, but. I mean, it would have been better than, well, you probably shouldn't look for 24 hours. Yeah, right? <laughs> like, maybe, maybe wait a few days. Give me some time to hide the fucking evidence, you know? And he didn't even hide it. He just kept it <laughs> no apparently like oh and also that makes me question like where was the body between them searching and them finding yeah like how did we miss that well let's that's my question let's hope past you put that in the story you know let's hope i don't even remember writing this so i'm learning today too during the court case several pieces of very disturbing evidence came to light including a very dark poem and a quote that read i slit your wrist with the key to your heart written on a door in the home the poem read deep down i love her you want to kill her but i love her she must die i can't kill her guess you can no yes how do you talk me into all these things? I am just that good. John is said to suffer from depression and post-traumatic stress disorder. Although having these disorders does not necessarily make you a murderer. And I would like to know, I think it might be more than that. But hey, I'm not a psychiatrist. I'm not a psych either, but it sounds like he had like two people. Yeah, like that's some schizophrenia shit. Yeah. Like I'm just throwing that out there. And also, I wouldn't you classify know. that as a fucking poem. <laughs> no, I was just thinking, I'm like, this isn't even like a poem. This is like a fucking conversation. <laughs> this is like a note you pass back and forth in fucking school, bro. Like, a poem is a nice way to be like, this motherfucker's insane, okay? Like, right. <laughs> <laughs> Evidence was well established for this case. In fact, over 125 pieces of ed- the little evidence was found during their search warrant confirming that John really did commit this horrific act of taking a life far too soon. She hadn't even started her career yet. She was still in college, working towards a degree in the graphic arts. Her father speaks fondly of her, saying how so many people will miss out on what she would have brought into the world in the future. That's a lot of evidence. Yeah, I know. It's like so much evidence, dude. Like, good God. Like, did he even try? And also, like, it's crazy that nobody, like, saw anything yeah like there's all this evidence just chilling in his i'm assuming his house like i don't know where else the evidence came from i couldn't find like a great list of everything but like right i don't know like how did we miss all of this like evidence and shit yeah that's confusing it is during the case some of the evidence that was brought forward was a piece of plastic sheeting that was wrapped around caitlin's body This sheeting was often used for construction, and a roll of it could be found at his mother's home at the time of the murder. It was also noted that he had red scratches on his neck during her initial disappearance, indicating he was part of a potential struggle. Not to mention, John's story frequently changed when he spoke to investigators. He also described his fiancée as huffy and upset during his last encounter with Caitlin. 
Not to mention, he described deleting text messages from her that night and just overall having a bad time together. Apparently, he also failed two polygraph tests, one in 2011 and one in 2014, which I don't know how stupid you have to be to like agree to not one but two polygraphs. Especially if you literally committed the murder, but I mean, I guess I'm glad he did. It's so sad that it took two fucking years. Like, they literally saw the scratches on his neck at the initial disappearance. Yeah, I know. My my honest guess is that, like, you really can't convict based on that, so they were probably just trying to gather as much evidence as possible. But it still sucks to see that it took so long to be able to do that. Yeah, like, this was, like, cut and dry in my opinion. Yeah, it definitely was. And, like, I'm certain that their main concern was just making sure that if we take this man to court, are we going to win? You know, like, you have to build that evidence. So, but yeah, it's just so frustrating how the court system works sometimes. Yeah, because it's much faster in Law & Order SVU. Hell yeah, it is. (laughs) While I could not find the name of the source, there was a woman who came forward and stated that Caitlin did feel trapped in her relationship and indicated that they were having a really difficult time in their relationship, especially like in the sex department. Apparently, she wasn't really comfortable having sex with him at all and was not happy with some of the things he wanted to do in the bedroom. She also confided in her that John was a very jealous person who would become enraged anytime she spoke to another male. Which, like, big red flags. I mean, I wouldn't have been fucking comfortable with him either. No, and I'm... I mean, I, I never want to victim shame because abuse is very complex. But, like, man, I wish she would have just left far sooner. And, it, it, like you said, it's very hard to, like... It is. There's reasons and... But it just sucks to see and is awful. We wish she would have left because she would still be alive. Yeah, exactly. That's all. Despite all this evidence, we are still waiting to hear what the court decides John's fate will be. His trial is scheduled for June of 2024, so we still have a full year before we hear any decisions, but I'm certain that any judge would put this man away for life. How? (laughs) He was, like, arrested in, like... 2014, right? Yeah. Like, it was a long (laughs) time ago. What are we doing? (laughs) Like, I I know that, like, cases got really pushed back and bogged down as of 2020 from COVID. But, like, honestly, this was before COVID, and that's why I'm just like, what the fuck happened? Yeah. I mean... Like, I don't get it. I mean, I'm sure he's had other court hearings and maybe just not the final... I don't know. The court system really confuses me with, like, time frames. I feel like one of us needs to take a bullet and go become a lawyer um, so that we understand. And I think it should be you because you're really good no, at no, no, college. No. <laughs> you're really good at college. Um, like, I am, but I don't think I want to go to law school. Okay, but, like, it's not that far off from what you do. I work with computers. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, like, it makes sense if you don't think about oh, it. Oh, okay. If you put no logical thought, it makes sense. Gotcha. Which is basically what I do every day, so follow me. I would be a really fun lawyer, though. Like, I would be, like, better call Saul, but less illegal. What is the woman lawyer that changes bodies? <laughs> I know. Are you telling me you haven't seen that show? I have seen it, but it's just really funny because that's so you. (laughs) Oh, I was going to say, yeah, yeah, that 
That would be me. Yeah, she's you. And then I'll be better call Saul and we'll make like the best lawyer duo ever. Ooh, yeah. And then we could, you know, get our own fucking building. What are they called? Practices. <laughs> get our own practice. Yeah. And then... And then we can make court hearings last exactly one day. It'll be totally ethical. I see no issues with this. I see none. Let's get on it. We would be great lawyers. Yeah. You know, you're being sarcastic, but I am dead fucking serious. Oh, no. That's concerning, but (laughs) I'm still here for it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, anyway, instead of murdering your wife, try counseling. Or divorce. Or, like, just don't get married because they were still fiancés. Oh, my God. I missed that part. Okay. Isn't that worse? That is worse. Isn't that worse, though? Because you can... Like, they didn't even have to stay together. Give the ring back. I mean, back, nobody does. Or... But just be like, bye. You have to have a lot of psychological issues for, like, that to be your go-to. No, for real, though. Like, like I said, like, the motive is so sad. Like, oh, you don't want to move to Colorado with me? Like, clearly you're mentally ill, sir. You're so mentally ill. I hope he's getting help, but the whole Gypsy Rose thing, denying help makes me feel like nobody's getting help in prison, so. I mean, certainly not in the American prison system, for sure. Oh, man, Americans. You are letting me down. I'm sorry I moved to this country. And on America's birthday. Oh, my God, it is. All of the <laughs> fucking... Just talking shit. <laughs> all of the fucking <laughs> July 4th slander. Oh, man, it's what we're good at. What are... What are is the whole America gonna come from us? I mean, I don't know, but I hope not. That'd be fucked up. Yeah, it would be like that um, movie with the zombies who, like, climb walls really fast. What is it? That's like every fucking zombie movie. It's the one with Brad Pitt. Zealand, isn't it? Okay, that one. It's gonna be like that, but they're all of the Americans are coming for us. Dude, that I is, shit myself. That is a video game. World War Z. Oh, there it is. I was almost there. I started to think World War, but then I couldn't think of anything else. In all honesty, if that was a thing that happened, what would you even fucking do? Would you just be like, I guess I'm gonna be a zombie wave person? A zombie wave person? Okay, listen. I played video games. Like, I'm ready for this. Like, I have been planning my zombie apocalypse plan since I was in high school. It was a very popular thing to do at the time. And I'm gonna go straight to the mountains... And, like, live in there. And, like, when it gets cold, they'll freeze, according to the zombie handbook guy who I sat in a lecture with one time. So. Bro, Tony just wants to go to a Costco. Can I come with you instead? Yours seems better. Costco sounds fun until it's, like, full of people. Have you seen how many people are in Costco? Right, dude, and they're, like, those Costco (laughs) people are psycho. They'll probably still... Oh, my God, they are. They'll be still asking for your membership, even when everyone's dead. (laughs) Like, dude, I swear to God. They'll be like, can you be in here? (laughs) Do you have an ID to confirm it's your credit card? They're fucking crazy. Like, calm down. I hate you people. Just calm down. I don't think I'm gonna go with her, because they're definitely gonna be a lot of people there yeah no you gotta go low population we're gonna be the mountain men can we be mountain women at least like do we have to fucking have dicks to survive yeah fuck the patriarchy yeah fuck the patriarchy bye